Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Show them another way. There is another way of, of doing these things. Of course, he's not saying don't let them uh, kill you. Halfway silly. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, I know if you can hit me, I'm going to duck. I'm going to bob. I'm going to weave. I'm going to get out of there. Hallelujah. There are some relationships that we know we just, I can love you better from a distance. Hallelujah. I know you have the nature of a snake. I love you. You know, stay way back there. We'll still love each other. Hallelujah. I can love you from a text message if I have to. Praise the Lord. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Thank you for joining us for Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, tonight we are, again, I'm honored to be here before you tonight, and uh, we honor our Lord Jesus Christ. He has a word for you tonight, and for those of you that are watching us live or watching the replay, I want to let you know that Jesus loves you so very, very, very much. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight we'll look at scripture here. We're going to start in the book of Matthew, Matthew 18, Matthew 18. And we're going to look at uh, four verses here, very powerful four verses here, verses one through four, very familiar text. I didn't come to really to tell you anything new. I just came to focus your attention on one particular thing. And I believe that if we, we receive this word tonight, that uh, the Lord will uh, definitely change and revolutionize your lives and, and you'll be in a position to uh, impart a blessing into so many others. All right. So <clears throat> I want to speak from the subject tonight of entering into the kingdom of heaven. Entering into the kingdom of heaven. Let's read. Matthew 18, verses 1 through 4, says this out of the King James Version. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4, Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Lord said, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, now, let me stop right there for a moment and just tell you, if your idea of heaven is just a retirement home, then we've missed it. Someplace we go after we die, the sweet by and by. One day I'll go be with grandmama and great granddaddy. One day I'll see them and we'll have a good Holy Ghost time. We'll eat and, and all that stuff will float on clouds and whatever else. Oh, that's the place where I'm going to rest. So if your vision or view of heaven is only that one dimension, we are missing it all together. Because Jesus, will see here in this text, and many others will see tonight, uh, Jesus is talking about entering into the kingdom of heaven now. Right now, not just later, but now. There are heavenly resources that we can uh, subscribe to, that we can utilize now in this present time, in this present age. Hallelujah. 
And I really do believe that when uh, the Bible declares that in the book of Revelation, the 21st chapter, that God will have to wipe away all tears from their eyes. There'll be no more death, sorrow, so forth and so on. I believe one reason that people will be crying, that some of the saints will be crying, because they will come to find out and realize that the joy that they are currently experiencing then, they could have experienced it now. The peace they were experiencing then, they could have experienced now. The love they are feeling then, they could have experienced it now. Hallelujah. So I'm telling you that there are resources that God has already designated for every born-again believer to possess. And it's wrapped up in engaging and in being a part and entering into the kingdom of heaven. Are you ready for this? So the Lord said, except you be converted. That means you have to have a change of mind, a change of attitude, a change. You have to change the way you think. You have to be converted and become. The word become denotes a process. It's not, it's not a, a momentary thing. It's over time. And that's really the work of the Holy Spirit as he convicts you and deals with your thinking, as he deals with your soul. Because we understand in uh, John, the third chapter, the Lord Jesus speaks about uh, entering into the kingdom of God. He tells Nicodemus, you know, except you be born again, uh, born of the water, born of the spirit, you can't, you can't enter into the kingdom of God. You, you can't see the kingdom of God. Your spirit has to undergo a change in order for you to enter into the kingdom of God. And here the Lord Jesus says, except you be converted, have a change of mind, change of attitude, and we'll see this in a moment, uh, and become as a little child, you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, many times these words are interchangeable. Kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven are interchangeable, but not always. And here in this context, there's something different here. Because many, of course, all members of the body of Christ, if you are truly born of God, you have entered into the kingdom of God. But some are failing to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Why is that? Because they're still clinging to and holding to an old way, an old system, something that is incomplete. We still have, we're still having problems uh, un with unforgiveness, with bitterness. We're still having difficulty with that. Still having uh, uh, a difficulty with, with not judging people or people judging us and, and low self-esteem. We're still having all of these issues that are not found there in heaven. So the Lord said, except you be converted and become as a little child. So a little child doesn't have those issues. A little child, you see the two, they're down there, they're fighting, the, maybe the four-year-old, five-year-old, they're down there fighting. One minute you turn around, they're, they're back playing together. They don't hold the grudge. They don't hold grudges. When we were children, some of you can remember when you were a, a child, I mean, we were fearless. Boy, some of the things we used to do as a child, we wouldn't dare do it as an adult. You say, we have learned it. We have learned not to do this. We have learned when somebody hits you, you have learned to hit them back. We have learned to do this stuff, but as a child, you didn't do all of that. So we're going to have to go back and unlearn some things that we have previously learned and held to be true and say that those things are false now and Jesus' way of thinking because, you know, he is the king of the kingdom. Uh, Revelation 19, 6, Jesus is the king of kings and Lord of lords. So Jesus is the king of the kingdom, and when the king comes on the scene, his kingdom is also revealed. Hallelujah. So we're going to have to have, when we'll see this, in order to enter into uh, the kingdom of heaven, we're going to have to have the mindset, the thinking, 
the mentality, the nature, the character of the king. And once you have his character, his nature, his mindset, you will then enter into the resources that he possesses. You'll have the authority that he possesses because you're aligning yourself, you're attuning yourself, you're thinking with his thoughts, with his mind, you're receiving the mind of Christ over your mind and over your thinking. Hallelujah. In short, we are taking up his cross. We're following his way. We're forsaking all and coming after him. In doing so, you will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, again, all born-again believers, if you're truly born of God, you have entered into the kingdom of God. Jesus says that in John 3. You've entered the kingdom of God, but have you taken a step further and entered into the kingdom of heaven? Now, this is a very potent word. I pray that you, you hear me. Hallelujah. Oh, I see our clock hasn't started, so I guess I got all night long. Praise the Lord. But I will maintain myself. Now, listen, the word enter, listen, as he said, except you be converted and become as a little child, you, you cannot enter, you shall not enter to the kingdom of heaven. The word enter, grab hold of this. The word enter means uh, to leave from one reality, place, or condition, and then go into another. Think about it. When you entered into the sanctuary, you left uh, the lobby. When you entered into the church, you left the outside. You will enter and exit at the exact same time. There's no such thing as an in-between. You're either in or you're out. You're leaving one reality and entering into another reality. Jesus said that except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter. So, again, if our minds have not been renewed, remember Jesus said, he said, you've heard it say, I believe in um, uh, Matthew, the fifth chapter, you've heard it say uh, that um, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. You heard that. He said, but I say unto you, here's the word of the king, but I say unto you, if they strike you on one cheek, you turn the other. Show them another way. There is another way of, of doing these things. Of course, he's not saying don't let them uh, kill you halfway silly. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, I know if you're going to hit me, I'm going to duck. I'm going to bob. I'm going to weave. I'm going to get out of there. Hallelujah. There are some relationships that we know we just, I can love you better from a distance. Hallelujah. I know you have the nature of a snake. I love you. You know, stay way back there. We'll still love each other. Hallelujah. I can love you from a text message if I have to. Praise the Lord. But again, um, to enter means to leave one state or one condition or atmosphere and enter or go into another. Uh, you want, we're going to enter and exit at the same time, but you have to make a choice. Your entering is a choice. It's a choice. You're going to gain the kingdom, gain the kingdom of heaven. Now, Jesus, again, this is not, uh, this is not a foreign concept because the Lord Jesus told us there in Matthew, the sixth chapter, he told us to pray, you know, the model prayer, the Lord's prayer, the disciples' prayer. He said, uh, he told disciples, this is how you pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, uh, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom, what? Come, thy will be done in earth as it is where? 
in heaven. He instructs us. This is how you pray. This is the will of God to bring heaven to earth. Bring heaven to earth. His kingdom comes will be done in earth. Not just on the planet, not on the dirt, but in us and around us. We are meant to be carriers of heaven. Hallelujah. Carriers of the glory of God. Hallelujah. You are meant to carry that, and you and I have to steward the atmosphere of heaven around us. That means you won't be able to watch all that nasty, nasty on TV. Because there's an atmosphere that, that I have. Somebody needs what's in me, what's on me. I have to conduct myself differently now because I carry the presence with me. Hallelujah. So many times we've gone into Walmarts and I've gone to other places and they say, ooh, something happens when you came in the room. Something happens. Hallelujah. It wasn't because I was wearing a, a, a smelly aftershave. The Lord, because you, what you focus on really gets stronger in your life. What you focus on gets stronger. You can tell about other people as, as well. If somebody really has a lust problem, oh, you'll be able to tell it after a while. Yeah, ladies, you already know. If someone has a lust, a man with lust problem, you already see, you already know what he's carrying. By the same token, if someone is coming in a room with hate, full of hate, and and just you know they're they're very hostile, they don't have to say a word. You feel it. Woo, what's on you? You feel it. You go into someone's room or someone's house and they've been arguing there. You can feel it or discern it from the atmosphere. There's an atmosphere. We all carry an atmosphere. Just like of a Charlie Brown character, a pig pen. You know, he carried his own atmosphere. Always the dust cloud that followed him everywhere he went. He carried his atmosphere. You and I are meant to carry the atmosphere of heaven. And if the world has ever needed it, it needs it now. People of the kingdom of God, saints of God, children of the most high God, carrying the atmosphere of heaven with us. Not waiting until we get there to experience it, but experiencing it now. Declaring his kingdom come, his will be done in earth, in us, as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. So this is a very important word. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, John the Baptist first carried this word there in Matthew, um, Matthew the third chapter, verses one and two, uh, King James Version, it says again, in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent ye, repent ye, why? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now that's, that's that, grab a hold of this. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Many of the translations uh, translate that word at hand as near. or the king, So the kingdom of heaven is near or the kingdom of heaven is not far. But if you look that word up, uh, that, those two words, at hand, it comes from the Greek word um, engezo, or rather engizo, engizo. And engizo means, grab a hold of this, it means to bring near. It means to join one thing to another. To bring near, to join one thing to another, uh, to draw or to come near, to approach. Listen to that. To draw or to come near, to approach. So we understand that uh, the kingdom of God is not just within view or within reach or at hand in, 
you know, in, in reaching distance, it's actually moving. The kingdom of heaven, that is, it is actually moving toward us. It is drawing near. Here again, the kingdom of heaven has the same nature uh, or has the nature of its king. Don't you understand that Jesus is drawing near to you? He loves you. He's drawing near to join with you or to connect with you. There's something magnetic about the citizens of the kingdom of heaven. There's something magnetic about the body of Christ as it relates to the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is drawing near to you. It's approaching you. Think about that. Think about a, a mysterious fog and it's, it's following you where you go. It's drawing close to you, seeking to connect with you, seeking to join with you, not just when you die, but right here, right now, because there is a place where we can get in God, where there is fullness of joy, and there's a place we can get in God where you would go to someone and you see them and, and the Lord gives you a word of knowledge. He gives you knowledge out of his kingdom. He gives you an anointing. He gives you grace. And we become the answer that this world so desperately needs. But if we shun the kingdom of God, if we shun it and say, you know what, God, I hear what you're saying, but you know I got to do my own thing. I hear what you're saying, God, but you know, it's Friday night. You know what we got to do on Friday night? If we don't deny ourselves, understand we're the ones who have the answer. And if we fail to deny ourselves, we're actually saying, friend, um, I have your answer, but you know what? Why don't you suffer for a little while until I finish what I got to do over here in the dark. We're telling the world, suffer longer until I get finished with my passions, my desires. Someone would even say, until I get my freak on over here. Do you mind just let me? Suffer a little bit longer until I pacify my flesh. How much longer would you like to wait? And so here again, as we begin to close here, the kingdom of heaven is coming towards you. It is near you. It is at hand. This was the message that John the Baptist was preaching. Well, why was he the first one to bring the message that the kingdom of heaven was at hand? Because the king is now on the scene. Jesus, king of the kingdom, is now on the scene. So he could rightfully say the kingdom of heaven is at hand because the king is here. Hallelujah. Jesus begins to pick up the exact same message after John was put in prison there in Matthew, the 10th chapter, uh, in verse number seven, it says, and as ye go, uh, rather, uh, Matthew, the fourth chapter, rather, Matthew 4, um, 17, Jesus picks up the same message and says, um, uh, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said the exact same thing. He used the exact same word, uh, in Gizo, telling them, that the kingdom is approaching you. The kingdom is near. The kingdom is at hand. The kingdom of heaven, everything that you need, what you have a desire for is right here. 
Stop looking up yonder. He said it's right here. Even the word of God says the kingdom of God will come, not an observation, but the kingdom of God is within you. It's here, right here, and right now. Everything that you need is in an invisible realm, and we need to tap into it to receive. Hallelujah. God has all the knowledge and resources and the power and the authority that you need for your marriage, for your family, for your finances. It is all within in reach hallelujah but it's going to take ourselves again being converted being converted thinking another way and becoming as a child forgiving that is no matter how bad they hurt you you got to say god hey i release him because there's something far better that he has for you i'm not going to walk anymore with this bitterness i'm going to leave it because there's something far greater you and i have a destiny you and I have a great destiny. And if you knew the potential that you really had, you and I wouldn't be really having this conversation. We wouldn't have to fight about this stuff. If you knew who you were and the mind of God and the power that you possess, if you knew your God-given assignment and how many you were meant to influence and how you were meant to carry the power of God uh, to the hospitals and, 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 and to the old people's homes and, and wherever, to your house and, and, and to the nurseries and wherever you go you're meant to carry the presence of God because understand that Jesus modeled this he said the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do because I go unto the father he's the king of the kingdom and he modeled this authority he modeled it before us and said what I'm doing you're gonna do hallelujah it's time for us, the body of Christ, we hold the answer. Hallelujah. We hold the answer. So John preached it. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus preached it. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he also taught his disciples to tell the people the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In Matthew, the 10th chapter, verse number 7, the Lord tells the disciples to go preach. And when you go, tell the people the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What happens when the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Verse number 8 tells you, the Lord said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Understand something. The very first thing he told them to do is, is heal the sick. Say with me, heal the sick. Heal the sick. Now you're going to get in trouble with this, but let me tell you anyway. He didn't tell them to go and pray for the sick. He said, heal the sick. There's nothing wrong with praying for the sick, hallelujah. But there's a point or a place where we get to in God where the power and the authority of the Spirit is upon you so much that all you have to do is lay hands on them and say, be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. There's a place where you can get in the Lord. I've gone, I've gone places and, and I, I didn't know it. I just laid my hand on somebody as I walked down the road. I said, hello, and just laid my hands on them. And they said, whoo, I thought, my God, what's going on here? Did I touch something? You know what's going on? But they, they turned around and told me later, I was having problem with that arm all night long and I couldn't sleep. I was in so much pain. But when you touched me, that pain instantly went away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, glory to God. 
I was in another, I was at another service when, when after service, you know, we go around hugging everybody, praise the Lord. So I hugged this particular, this particular um, older, older saint, this woman. And uh, as I was holding her, she said, whoo, I thought, oh boy, what's happening here? She said, whoo, whoo. I thought, okay, Lord, you're doing something here because it's sure, it's surely not me. Hallelujah. She said, whoo, whoo. And then, uh, and then she finally let me go. It was, a, it was, it was a very uncomfortable two or three minutes. Let me tell you now. Hallelujah. I'm a married man. Oh, it was a very uncomfortable moment. But the very next week, she came in and testified. I washed my hair. I washed my hair. Everybody thought, well, that's great. She said, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. I haven't been able to wash my hair for a while because it would burn. It would burn. It would burn. But as I was holding you, I felt the power of God. And I went home and I washed my hair. Wow. We carry the presence of God. And I'm, I'm not telling you something to toot my horn. I'm telling you of what you can do. You are a saint of the most high God. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God has invested in you supreme authority. And he says you can now have access to my kingdom. Hallelujah. Oh, don't you understand that uh, the Bible declares that it is the Father's good pleasure give you his kingdom. You and I should never run from a devil. We should never run from a demon. We should never really be depressed or worried when all we have to do is draw from the kingdom of God that's within us. I believe I have another two minutes, I think. So let's go ahead and close out with this. Understand something. The kingdom of heaven is at hand, the kingdom of heaven is here. It's here. Let me show you one other scripture in Luke 17. We talked about just a little bit. The Pharisees had, they demanded something of the Lord, and they demanded of him, you know, when the kingdom of God should come in uh, Luke 17, verse 20. And, uh, and Jesus answered, the kingdom of God uh, cometh not with observation, neither shall you say, lo, here." Or lo there, but it says, um, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And let me sh share that same verse with you on the Amplified Bible and the Message Bible. It, on the Amplified Bible, it says, the kingdom, of, the kingdom of God is within you, in your hearts, and among you, surrounding you. It's surrounding you. All right, the Message Bible says it. Message Bible says the kingdom of God, the kingdom is already here. The king is already here. Now listen, those of us that are citizens of the kingdom, you will derive your authority from the king. Your authority comes from the king. If the king has limited authority, you will have limited authority. But your king, our king, Jesus, sits at the right hand of God. The Bible says very plainly that the Father has put all things under his power, under his control, under his dominion. There is no other name greater than the name of Jesus because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Demons are subject to that name. Sickness is subject to that name at the name of Jesus. And this is the name that God has given to us.
We are members of the body of Jesus, the body of Christ. We are members of the body of Christ. And that body has unlimited power and unlimited resources. The question is, are we going to dumb it down and say, oh, I'm just a poor old saint trying to make it into heaven. Oh, that devil's on my car. The devil's in my bag. Oh, that devil's in my child. The devil, devil, devil. No, you cast that devil out. You have the keys of the kingdom. Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth, uh, the true translation is whatever you bind on earth must be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth must be loosed in heaven. He's given us the keys. We can take authority and use it. And the world can be changed one person at a time as we bring the kingdom of heaven to view in this world that is so desperately needed. The world needs the kingdom of heaven, and the world needs the king of the kingdom, Jesus Christ. I pray you that you receive the word tonight. And I say to you all, thank you for joining us for Brothers of the Word, because brother, you just got your word. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.